Thank you for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. As host, I've had the privilege of meeting a number of individuals that have shared fascinating stories from their experiences in the pre-COVID and COVID periods. In fact, even in early 2021, COVID remains a big part of our everyday lives. Out of 253 podcasts to date, one initiative that stands out represents my chat with three grade 12 students from Western Canada High School here in Calgary. The students, Bridget Ferguson, Katie Sattler, and Grace Atala, took the initiative in 2020 to launch Joy to Job, a series of webinars dedicated to connecting students with community professionals. The girls shared the origin story of Joy to Job on episode 236 earlier this year. Take the time to consider reaching out to Bridget, Katie or Grace, or even their advisor, Jennifer Lessier from Platform Calgary, to join one of their webinar sessions in order to provide your professional guidance and advice to Calgary students seeking to remove some of the uncertainty connected to their future careers. Once again, thanks for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast from whatever app you access your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and even Amazon Music. I also invite you to leave a review to allow others to easily find the Calgary Business Podcast. Have a great day and stay safe. Welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and today is 18th of March. I think we had, uh, we're past the St. Patrick's St. Patty's Day celebrations, but I do have for episode number 272, I've got uh, Brian Bell and Aaron Bjorkstedt. So Brian and Aaron, I'll let you introduce yourselves and then tell us your business. Great. I'll, I'll, I'll start, Aaron. Um, Alan, thanks for having us on. This is fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. It was great um, chatting with you the other day and, uh, um, you know, uh, learning about uh, uh, more about your podcast and, and getting to listen to some episodes. So we're super excited to be here today. Um, so my name is Brian Bell. I'm the uh, 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 owner um, and um, uh, president of uh, Decor and More. Uh, we are Canada's most uh, awarded and largest event design company. Um, and we have locations in, uh, in Oakville, which is a, a suburb of Toronto, and, um, and Calgary as well. So um, uh, certainly looking forward to uh, uh, speaking to you today about, uh, uh, you know, Calgary business and how it relates to us. Let's, before Aaron, you start, I want to, so Oakville, that's where you are right now. Is that right? I'm actually, I live in Hamilton and our um, office is in Oakville. So, I mean, and in Calgary. So to me, those are just, I mean, one's kind of the east and one's west. Is that why you just wanted to place in both, you wanted a foot in both uh, parts of the country? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I can certainly get into the origin of it. Um, <laughs> it, it goes back about 15 years. Um, okay. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if you want to if you want to do that now or or well, we, have, we have all day. But, but let's let's let Aaron. We'll, we'll go slowly. Okay. We'll go slowly. Right. The, you know, I'm a little bit slow. I'm older than you. Too, so I, need, I need time to digest that information. But Aaron, okay. go ahead and introduce yourself, please. Uh, thanks. Um, yeah, Aaron Bjork said, uh, and I'm the team lead out of the Calgary office, uh, managing um, all of our events in Western Canada. Okay. So yeah. you've got, so, so Brian, 15 years you've been doing this. Is it, 
you just really, I mean, this is a, a, it's a long time in, in, in dog world. In dog world, that's a long time. Well, we're, okay, so the, the company goes back much further than that. Um, uh, do you want me to start with Calgary or the, or the, the company? What makes most oh, the sense? Com- the company makes, because then, we we, then it builds it to the prairies. You, you had the chuck wagon across the prairies, <laughs> you know, the years okay. it took you to, to make that trek. Oh, okay, right. perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, okay, Aaron, you, you, feel free to cut me off if I'm too long-winded with this too. So, um, okay, so so... Uh, the company started in 1990. So we're actually 31 years old. Um, my mom started the business and I actually, I said, I'm, I'm the owner and, uh, uh president of uh, the company. Yeah. I, I am the president of the company, but, uh, I'm business partners with my brother. Um, did, your mom make you, did your mom make you get on this podcast today? <laughs> <laughs> she, she did not. So, um, and unfortunately, um, she's, uh, she's had some health, um, challenges, yeah. uh, lately, but, uh, um, which, uh, I, I, I would love to chat about a little bit, uh, in this podcast. Cause I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by the support that the, um, uh, Calgary community and the events community has shown nice. to, uh, to her and us. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been nothing short of phenomenal. Um, so she started the company in, in 1990. Um, uh, and, and there was really nobody doing, what we do now. Um, so just to give you a little bit of a, a, a synopsis of what we do, our core business is um, uh, working with clients to make their events come to life. Um, yeah. We have a, we have a sp- specific niche in that and it's designing the look and feel of the event with them uh, and then bringing that to life. So working with them on, on, you know, the concept, the, you know, the visuals we will do everything from uh, you know, the table displays and, and, um, uh, you know, centerpieces to stage sets, to room design, to furniture, to, you know, if we're having a, um, uh, a Chinese new year, uh, event, um, yeah. there'll be, there'll be ceiling installations. There'll be, and really it, it's, it's hard to translate it, um, in audio. You, you the pictures add another element to it. Um, but, uh, it, it's, it's basically like bringing a fantasy to life. Um, if we take it to that extreme and we, we, work on about 600 events a year, um, with, uh, clients of all shapes and sizes, uh, and, and, you know, everything from small corporate dinners to, you know, large scale gallows. Um, sure. and I'm already off topic, but the, no, the no, start no, no, of the- no, 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 you're not, there's no on or off. You can stay on stage. Look, go back to the <laughs> great. Go back to I'm sorry, you're great on your, sorry, guys. <laughs> You've got Drake in here. I see Drake on your thing. This is amazing. Oh, come on. Let's go to Drake. You had Drake. Did you do an event for Drake? Uh, yeah, we have. We've done an event for, for Drake. Um, yeah. We've done so that the Drake event, um, LeBron James was there. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was like crazy high profile, like a million. So it was NBA All-Star Weekend, which yeah. was in Toronto. Um, I'm trying to f- remember now. I, I want to say it was about four years ago. Uh, and we, we worked with a, a couple partners okay. um, and they, they brought us into it. So it was um, a pretty phenomenal experience. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Aaron. I know you had something to say there. I wanted to... No, I said, I said, bring it back to the basement, Brian, bring it back to the basement. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> We're having fun. I hope so. Um, so my, um, I'll, I'm going to make this as short as possible. Okay. My dad uh, uh, was a. Oh, your dad! Uh, wait, wait, wait! Your dad made you get on this podcast, right? <laughs> he, he did. Yeah, he said you better get on this right now. Um, 
He was um he was an engineer and a, 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 and an exec at Toronto Hydro. Yeah. And um back in the eighties, uh the events industry was either non-existent or very unsophisticated. And they would have these conferences and and uh uh, they would, uh, you know, host people from uh, across the globe and they, they would have either, you know, the office staff or, or volunteers come and yeah. work, work on the decor. My mom somehow got involved in, in uh, you know, working with uh, Toronto Hydro in, in building out some of these events. And, yeah. you, you know, people from around the globe who would come to these conferences said, this is the best one we've ever been to. Toronto is, is amazing. You guys are, are, you know, incredible at this. Um, and she felt she had a, a real uh, aptitude to it because everybody was saying, hey, you're this creative force. You got to get into this. You got to find your niche. So so she and my dad made the decision to, you know, um, uh, you know, invest some of their money and, and open this company. Um, she worked uh, originally with a, a, an event planner out of Toronto for about a year or so. Uh, and they said, listen, if you go out on your own, uh, we will give you every piece of business we have um, because uh, you, 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 you know, you're, you're too skilled at the creative and the design side of things to be stuck doing, um, uh, you know, working on, on conferences with us. You've got a niche right. and we need, we need help here. So, so why don't you branch off into that? So, you know, with that in mind, her and my dad said, okay, well, this makes a lot of sense on a business level. Let's, you know, let's take out some money. Let's invest it in this company. And sure enough, that company went bankrupt within like six months. So she had no clients. Wow. And she was, she was starting from ground zero. Fortunately, she's the most skilled salesperson I know. Um, she's incredibly personable. Anybody who's met her is um, just... But, so the uh, advice, but the advice she got, was it from someone who... I mean, it's incredible because it didn't, it didn't succeed. But that person who gave her the advice, what was their status or what, what right did they... I don't mean right, but what made them uh, make that advice? You know, make that claim to fame that person who gave your mom that advice yeah they were a really well-established company I, I honestly i don't remember the reason why they ended up uh I, I think they went bankrupt actually um but certainly it wasn't something that you know anybody had anticipated so sure. um well there was a recession I, 1990 brian see i was i just started working then so i remember we had a recession in canada 1991 they were laying people off i was an accountant and the first time i saw people get laid off and that guy isn't there anymore. You know, my, my, so that's probably what it was. The recession yeah. Was. You, you, you very well be, may be right. I, I don't have as good a memory of, of, you was. so, um, anyway, so she, so she grew out on her own, um, uh, you know, and she had been dabbling in our basement with doing stuff for, you know, my, my high school for, um, graduation and things like those sure. and really the origin story is she grew it out of our basement um and then and then you know got her first uh you know storage facility which was probably like a you know a, a 10 by 20 where she was just storing stuff eventually got her own uh you know small office which i think was maybe you know a, a thousand or two thousand square feet warehouse and and you know 500 square feet of um uh you know office gradually grew and grew um, to the point where, you know, we've been um, a, a 35,000 uh, square foot, actually, no, sorry, let me do this math here. We're more like 40,000 square feet of yeah. inventory and uh, pre-pandemic, um, we were around 40 employees and, and 600 events a year. Uh, so honestly, 
all the credit goes to her in, in, in that, that natural growth. Um, and we've been uh, fortunate enough to work with her and build on that legacy. So if we take the colors in your be- the basement, was it all gold and black, like a, you know, some kind of football team that's uh, those colors? Yeah, it, honestly, our basement was ridiculous. It was sp- every wall was spray painted. My buddies would come over, and because it was just like this this craft room, and it was an unfinished basement, so we would take glitter paint and spray on the walls. And um, you know, we had skate ramps down there that we would we would paint on and everything. And um, my childhood, like, was it, it was pretty ideal. I, my it was an open door. I had friends over whenever, and it was just a lot of um, love and creativity in, in that but environment. This, so, but, but this is like pre-internet. Like you didn't you had like phones. You had long cord. And how did you you know? That, incredible to get your, your your the story from your mother that what she did to get business clients on the phone, fax, whatever it was, right? Yeah. No, she would. She she was cold calling. She was going to to uh, places and being like, Hey, uh, you need an event and I'm the person to do this for you. Um, and, and I think it took some, you know, reps for her to get that down. But once she got it down, I mean, Jesus, like I, I've been, and Aaron's been there too. Like she can, she's so passionate about it. There's no, uh, there's no phoniness to it at all. She's like the most genuine person I know. So she can talk about, you know, her, her love of the industry um, and, and, you know, what she sees for this event. And, and it, it's, it's completely genuine. Isn't that incredible? But that's it's like a vision. It's like, she looks at it. Yeah. You need to put this, you need to have this color scheme or that color scheme. She just looks at a, a site or whatever, you know, those early, I guess the boardroom of the T- Toronto hydro. Okay. So we need some uh, banners up over in the corner. You know, like I can imagine how boring that would have been. But never to never to her, right? So no, no, that's, that's the thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Those 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 water guys. Yeah, wow. We got a lot of electric electrical power. They got like photos of the powered grids and things. Wow, I, I love this. So, do you have photos of all that videos and discussions? You know, I mean, this is like we're talking Amazon level Jeff Bezos in the garage type stuff here. Yeah, I, I, I fortunately we we've got um a, you know a pretty good archive of some old photos. Um, yeah, which uh, which is nice to have for sure, for sure. No, you're gonna have to go retro decor and retro, right? This that's, yeah. new, that's the off that's the offshoot. Aaron, there's your plan B. Plan that's B, my plan B. Like, Perfect. <laughs> but I thought you know the decor and and the and and long time ago. But anyway, sorry, I, I get distracted. So no, like, it, you started in Oakville. Your mother started Oakville, Toronto area, yeah. Ontario. What made what made you migrate to Calgary? Was the oil the oil? Go west, yeah. man. There's oil. A hundred percent. I mean, and I know Aaron and I were talking about this earlier and sort of the fluctuations in that, but I, I might have the timeline slightly off, but I, I it's approximately 15 years-ish yeah. ago that we um, we started working in Calgary. And primarily, um, we we were a resource that that didn't exist in Calgary at the time. Uh, we, have, we have some, you know, great people doing what we do. Uh, in that space now. And I, sh- I shouldn't say there weren't anybody, there wasn't anybody doing it at the time, but on the scale that we were doing uh, events um, that, that didn't exist in, in Cal- Calgary on, on, um, you know, uh, 5,000 person galas and things like that, where sure. we transformed full rooms. Um, so we had a, we had a number of clients who, and primarily through oil and gas um, had a need for, for what we were doing. Um, and uh, essentially, they were asking us to to come across the country, 
um, and, and work on these events uh, with them, um, which we did. And, and, and it was fantastic. And we, we loved it. Um, however, as the, uh, you know, as that climate evolved and as the, the events um, uh, economy in Calgary evolved, um, some, some talented uh, competitors came through. Sure. And so it, it came to a point where for us, it was, you know, it, it, there's not going to be an appetite for, for an Oakville based company to, you know, come in and out um, when there are, um, you know, good people doing good work here in Calgary. Um, so, you know, it kind of shit or get off the pot. Uh, you know, it's, it's time for us to, to, you know, put down some foundation, put down some bricks and mortar here, or, um, you know, uh, uh, we may oh, have right, opportunity were, in this market. Right. Cause you were, you were coming back and forth for probably a couple of years. And then they said, let's, let's get, let's hire some local talent. Is that when Aaron came in? No, Aaron. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know if you want to sort Let's of talk about when you came, but Aaron, are you on the line? I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm fascinated. No, go ahead, Aaron. So tell us the story, your origin story. Now, what when you got first got involved with Brian and the decor and more or decor and decor. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, I was so I'm from Ottawa. Um, moved out here with a company that was servicing to oil and gas and then um, eventually got laid off. Right. Um, but I've always been, like, I started off in catering. Um, so I've kind of always had my hand in the hospitality industry. Um, opened up my own planning business and was introduced to Brian because they had a need for somebody to come in and, you know, um, run the office out here and the team. And um, I, you know, had spent some by then five years in the industry locally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so just kind of took the plunge. It, decor for me was like, I had done my own designs, but never really anything to the extent that uh, decor more does. But this, um, you, yeah. you said designs, decor, when I, I thought, thought you guys were an interior design and I'm not, yeah. I'm not, it's not, no. but it sounds like that's, you really need to know interior design because you just can't, you know, it's, it's more than just, let's put up a few banners and table, uh, what are those called? You know, the golden, what is it, the golden trestle that goes around the table? Yeah, no, we're, we create, so the, it's, it's hard. We create experience. Yeah. So whether you're, uh, I mean, some of the creative things we've done is we've created goop monsters for, you know, <laughs> uh, Stranger Things 3 at Stampede. Yeah. We've also decorated, um, you know, like a, a ball room, ballroom with, a complete immersive experience for people to go through. So what we do isn't just interior design. It's really about an experience. It's like Brian said, we, we bring stories to life. We transform spaces. We make activations that inspire, or, you know, we just really, we are part of the creative community yeah. at the event level almost, but not just events. Like it's not exclusive to just events, you know? So. But it sounds like you're hiring or you had to hire people who know this. I, I mean, give, give an example of some of the people you've hired over the years that helped fulfill that niche. Because Brian was in his basement playing a skateboard <laughs> and, and spray paint. Right? What does he yeah. know about this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you definitely um, have to be creative. Like, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. You... Go okay, ahead. So Brian, Brian, I, so, and just I'll, no, Brian. I think you've got to be creative and think outside of the box, and you've got to. You got to find people who um, are on the brink of trusting their instinct when it comes yeah. to to engaging, right? Like engagement for people. Like if you think of the people that walk into, uh, you know, um, 
the Candy King Gala, for instance, there are so many different types of people. So you have to find that group that can create on different levels, right? Wait, so you go to the Candy King Gala, Candy King Gala to find staff? No, I'm kidding. But so who's, who, who's your typical staff who's going to create that, give you that experience? Aaron, let's start with Aaron first. <laughs> well, I kind of think we're on the brink of crazy, but um, yeah. we, you know, it's, it's hard. I don't know. If I look at myself, I'm creative. I'm always thinking of new things to be, to try, to do, yeah. to watch how people engage. Um, you know, it's, a, it's also about colors and, and how the lighting, you know, working with the lighting teams and the audio teams. Like it's, it really is a, but I don't know We're we are kind of, you know, crazy to a point because we just love, we love the artistry of it and the creating of it and designing. And, and in the end, you know, you did a good job when your client walks in and they like the, it's wow to them. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was thinking, wow, when you said that, but like the, the clicker pen. So this isn't, this is more than clicker pens and the little rubber balls and those giveaway events. But this is, <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's my, that's my kind of world, the corporate world where those, the giveaways and the iPads and iPhones, but that, so those experiences change over time, but I want to go back to, I want to get Brian to tell me who's your, who's your hired employee number six or whatever. You know what I mean? Like was Aaron that person? Uh, in terms of uh, a, a Calgary or in terms of um... general, like someone, like what made you hire that person, that creativity? What did you see in their schoolwork? And the, the, the fact that they skateboarded to your office for the interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you know what the, the, I, okay. So my, my personal opinion is if people are passionate about the industry and they have um, creativity, the rest yeah. can be taught. Um, you, you want good people who are, who are, you know, driven and passionate about what they're doing. Um, and uh, I'll have those people on my team any day over somebody who has a degree, but has no a passion for, you know, they might have a fine arts degree or something like that, but they're sure. not, they don't love the events industry. There's a pretty big divide there. I mean, anybody who's been in this industry for more than, you know, a couple weeks, uh, knows that the, the work is really hard. The hours can be shitty and, um, and you know, it, it's not always the easiest industry to be in, but the rewards of, um, you know, working with people who are passionate about it, who love what they're doing. And then also seeing like, you know, we can take, um, you know, a, a, an empty uh, conference uh, hall. That's just, uh, you know, 40 foot, ce 40 foot uh, ceilings and, uh, you know, concrete floors and concrete walls and completely transform it into, um, you know, Christmas uh, in New York. And, it, and it's the, you know, the tree uh, and, and, you know, the Macy's storefronts and everything. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of the beauty of it. And, and people, you know, either, I, I, I mean, I don't know if you'd agree, Aaron, I think people are either built for the industry, um, and they stick with it or, you know, they find something else to do because it's not for everybody. No, it's not. So you remind me, so, so that the expression you said about New York. So there's a movie with Zac Efron and Michelle Pfeiffer, she was older and he, he gave her those experiences. She wanted to do 12, whatever it was. If you remember in the, in New York, so he took her to all these on his motorbike, he took her to all these little experiences and right in New York, like the, it was a Thailand Buddhist temple, whatever. It was. Oh, okay, cool. You know, and he, he created that. It sounds like what, that's what you're doing. Taking what the space you have limited or wherever it is and, and creating something that's unique. Is it, was it okay? But pre COVID let's talk pre COVID. 
was it always try to one up yourself? How was that? I mean, aren't you competing with yourself to, to do better on the idea front? Yeah, I mean, it, yes and, and no. I mean, certainly, you know, there, there are competitors in our space uh, across the country who do great work. So there, there, are, there are events that, you know, we, we'd be competing with them on. Um, yeah. But 100%, I mean, we're always looking for, you know, what's the new, uh, what's, what's uh, you know, what's uh, something that the world hasn't seen before. I will say this, though. You know, one thing I want to stress as well we have pretty fantastic clients who um, yeah. e either come with us uh, on the journey and, and have a vision in mind or we build it together. Um, uh, but uh, e e we have some unbelievable clients who, who, you know, let us dream and, and create these um, pretty, pretty awesome events with them. Aaron, you want to add to that? No, I think, I think Brian's on the mark on that one for sure. I, I think with, I was just saying in terms of your own self, I forget about the competition. Like you just, there's internal competition with your staff to say, for sure. Look, at, we did the candy cane thing. Now we're going to do the bunny hop or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like there's a there's a real probably internal. I don't know if it's it's a, a, conf, a competition, but it certainly sounds like you really over the years you've had that. Uh, you probably had that over 15, 20 years. Yeah, I, I for sure. I mean. It's a, it's a, it's a good competition. I don't think it's ever tipped to the point of being, you know, a problem, but absolutely. I mean, it's, it, uh, we certainly, you know, revel in everybody's success, but it's nice when you're the one who can, you know, create the, the next, uh, you know, the next look that we're all talking about. Absolutely. So I want to go to the COVID time and there's one that just sticks out and I, I went to Google it again and it's, you know, hop in. And I don't know if you, you're both familiar with hop in. I'm sure you are. Yep. You know, pre-COVID, they were seed. In January, they raised seed money. And they're out of the UK, so they're not your direct competition. And then they did a little fundraising in March or no, June, $40 million. And then they just raised again in November uh, at a 2.3, whatever it is, $2 billion plus valuation. I mean, that's incredible. And that's, I guess it's their online events versus in-person events. Yeah. How, and I'm not, you know, I'm not here to challenge you or anything. I was just like, how do you in a COVID world, because it's been virtually online, how have you adapted and maybe some of your clients as you can, you, do you want to speak to that a little bit? For sure. Yeah. Um, um, so for, for us, you know, we, we, the world for, for in-person events came to a pretty screeching halt in uh, late February of, um, of 2020. So I, yeah. I started, I started getting calls about mid February and uh, I was like, Oh, what's going on here? Actually, it might've even been earlier than that. And we had, we had a few cancellations and then all of a sudden it was just an avalanche of ca cancellations. No, nobody wanted yeah. to meet him in, in person, which, you know, at the time, you know, I, I certainly didn't have enough information. Nobody did. And I was like, Oh, this is going to pass. You know, we'll figure this out in a few months. And sure. You know, here we are a year later. Um, so we looked at it and, and there are definitely um, companies through, you know, the, you know, every, every space in the event world that took a look at what they were doing and figured out whether it was, you know, relevant for now, relevant for long-term. Yeah. Um, and we've, we've had a ton of those discussions uh, internally. Um, some people, you know, decided to do a pretty hard pivot. Others decided to, you know, 
um, weighed it out to a certain degree. And uh, we looked at it and we said, okay, we, we know there's a place for us in the event world long-term. Um, what does it look like now? What does it look like six months from now? What does it look like a year from now? Um, right. let's, let's figure out where we can offer our clients value um, every step of the way and, and work with them on that. And, um, and, you know, obviously we need to pay some bills during, during that time as well. So I, we've spent a lot of time, um, across the country, uh, as a team, uh, just figuring out, you know, what's the next step look like for us? You know, what are things looking like out, out, out West right now? What are they looking like here? Cause there are differences between, you know, those markets as well. Um, fortunately, I mean, I think we've done a, a, you know, a, a reasonable job of, of, you know, navigating this and, 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 uh, you know, getting enough business to, to, you know, keep going through a, a pretty challenging time. Um, ultimately we look at it and we go, okay, we know our business is going to look a little different and, and there's a place for us in this economy. We are not switching to tech. There are way too many people that I respect in that space already that are, you know, that are miles ahead of us, it wouldn't make sense for us to pivot in that direction. Sure. But we've, we've looked at it and said, okay, well, where can we add value to our clients in that virtual space, uh, you know, and in, in, in particularly in the hybrid space, which is, you know, we've worked with a number of clients on, on building out stage sets with them uh, or, you know, offering uh, gifting opportunities and things like that. Um, so that we've, we've, we've tried to add value wherever we can and, and maintain those relationships. Can you, I mean, Brian, for example, can you give an example just to share with, I mean, you don't have to give it names. You can just sort of, this is what we did, you know, gifting, gift box or, but I'm saying, is there something that you said, this is what we did in that hybrid. What's, can you give an example of a hybrid solution? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so, you know, we've had multiple clients who uh, have set up a stage set uh, in, in a warehouse or, you know, with one of our AV partners um, and, uh, you know, autonomous the AV, vehicles, autonomous vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that, that, uh, partner of ours on, on the AV side has built out, you know, a beautiful stage, um, beautiful screens and everything. And yeah. they'll want us to add, you know, whether it be, uh, 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 you know, a, a desk for, um, conversation, some tables, uh, oh, right, right. yeah, things along, uh, along, along that, um, yeah. that's actually been a, a pretty, uh, you know, nice addition for us, um, We've fortunately we've got print facilities, uh, large format printing. So we've done uh, a, a ton of things with um, uh, social distance signage and wayfinding signage oh, for right. our clients. Right. Um, we've worked with uh, refreshing some of their you know business spaces, uh, you know during the interim. Um, and and in terms of gifting, um, we've been working with uh, you know a, a number of different clients to. Um, you know, if, if there's an event that was either a gala that they, you know, would typically have, uh, you know, as a, as a seated dinner or a reception, uh, we've been curating that box to try and create that, you know, that experience uh, for them. You know, sorry you missed this, but, uh, you know, you still mean, you know, you're incredibly valued to us and thank you for your contributions over the years. So right. here's a, a little box with, you know, treats and, and, and uh, things like that to say thank you. So. It, it's been a combination of a whole bunch of different strategies uh, to, to navigate that. But it, it, uh, ultimately, our passion still lies in, in producing or not producing, but being, um, you know, the, the decor provider uh, for live events. And, uh, and, and that's where, um, you know, we're going to continue to go with uh, uh, figuring out where, 
how that's transitioning over time. Okay, so I'm going to give Aaron. Aaron, do you want to share any creativity ideas here in Calgary? What's happened with the big cowboy hat or something? Maybe power. <laughs> um, no, not yet. Uh, no, we've been pretty much doing the same out here um, when it comes to you know the stage sets and stuff like that. We've also been working with um, some of our clients just to, to provide them right now with ways to enhance their spaces so that once the venues open up, they can actually be booking stuff and showing things people through um giving them ideas of what they can be doing but that's yeah. smart right that's smart because that's kind of like using the space that's there and then well we have to reduce it because and like to brian's point about the desk people are doing a zoom call and it's like you know make sure there's nothing funny behind there or whatever it is Sta- yeah. that's a staging thing right that's very real practical no, for advice. sure um and just yeah like we're just trying to help the venues kind of come up with some creative ways to set their spaces up, right? Whether it's helping them with floor plans, it's just, it's just trying to help right now because if nobody's booking, then we obviously aren't going to be in those spaces. Um, And then we had, you know, a few Christmas installations because there were still, you know, ways to, to set some stuff up. And um, so, yeah. And so right now it's just, Christmas is over. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> so Move just on. Trying to be creative, also trying to see where we can be part of yeah. the community because, um, you know, there's a lot of ways we can to we can be a part of what's going on in the communities. Um, just sure. to be a part of it because they, you know, there are events still going on. There are still, you know, the drive-ins. We were part of the drive-in grad. There was, there's just ways that we can to still be there to be a creative partner for people. Yeah. Yeah. But then, see, Brian says I'm not using, you know, you're not using tech, you're not dropping tech, but you, I mean, you're not going that tech route, but tech has to be a part in terms of the complementary or supplementary absolutely. or the video or whatever yeah. it is. No, absolutely. Right? Yeah, 100%. I, and, I, and I'm I'm specifically saying to, we're, we're not going to take that on as a, you know, as, as something that we're going to invest in because, you know, there's, oh, no, no, there's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's here to stay. Like that is not changing. Like we, we are, we are, that's, that's not going away no matter, you know, if we are all vaccinated a month from now, like there is a t- completely different landscape uh, of events that is always going to have a virtual component to it. Sure. And uh, we, we have to continually figure out and not figure out, we continually have to add value to that conversation. And I, I think the best events are going to be the ones that have, you know, that, that, you know, higher tech component with the live experience for sure. But, the, you know, to this point, like the th- events are still going on. Of course, the live events, you know, the worst is like the guy that looks like he's got a, um, a wig moving in the back of his head with the Zoom, you know, the Zoom thing, right? Yeah. It looks like there's, it's a live, he's got a live, he's on a live <laughs> event. No, he's got a live rug. Avoid it. That could be like a, a training point for you guys when they got that Zoom screen. And it looks like he's got a wild head going. Uh, he's got a hairpiece on. You know? uh, absolutely, yeah. We gotta we gotta figure out how to monetize that, Aaron. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there are people running bad online events because they just don't know, right? Yeah. So back to your mom. Let's go back to 1990. Is your mom still planning your events? Yeah, she is. And look what she did to this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you use your mom, and I don't mean no disrespect, and, and all due respect for her health, but I'm saying the mom angle and the dad angle. Mom and dad, can you come and help us with these guys? Because look at that. And you just do make fun of them, whatever it is, right? The events yeah. are online. The people, are, I'm sorry, I just have to go there. Yeah, yeah. This is your space. You shouldn't give me the, the, the bandwidth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's, so what's, we've, we've talked a little bit about your creativity and innovation, but what's like, what's going to be important? Um, 
on that, I guess you've said it, Brian, already on the hybrid. But what do you, I mean, on the day-to-day grind, is there something new to get to get clients, or is there something new? Yeah, that that part to get clients to get them to change their mindset. What what do you think is going to be important in the next six, twelve months, eighteen months? Yeah, I think it's going to. I think it's absolutely going to change on a on a you know quarterly basis in a lot of ways as we as we still navigate this. But um, yeah. I, I think okay, so so most of our events are are corporate events. Um, right as opposed to social, we certainly, um, have some fantastic social clients, but, um, you know, we're, we are the, um, uh, the, the preferred, uh, supplier, uh, of decor in-house at, uh, both, um, the, uh, uh, Calgary Telus convention center and the, um, uh, the Calgary stampede, uh, they, they produce, you know, hundreds of events a year, um, uh, on the corporate side. So, uh, you know, what, what we're seeing is um, people aren't, aren't likely to be, you know, jumping into international travel overnight. Um, and yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be a slow, uh, slow growth rebuild. Um, so the events that, you know, might've been 2000 people previously, um, you know, maybe over the next year, they're, they're three to 500 people um, and, and they're, you know, socially distant um, or, you know, tables are, are socially um distanced and spread out um and we're offering different experiences um for those guests in attendance to you know to to have on the ground um and then we're working with people who are you know creating that virtual um platform for those you know other 1500 guests who would normally be there who just aren't traveling from you know berlin or from you know the uk uh they're experiencing the the event online um we have a sure. place to play both on the ground in the actual physical goods that are happening uh, at the event. And also uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I'd like to say, and I, I believe this is true. Uh, the clients that we have who are the venues and some of our corporate clients um, lean on us as a creative extension of their team. They have fantastic ideas to, to begin with, but you know, I, I'm certainly of the belief that the more people you can get around a table with, with you know, creative ideas and brainstorm, the better it is. So we love working in, in that format with a lot of those clients as well. Okay, so two thoughts, Aaron. Aaron, you get the first one. The first thought is the Calgary Stampede. You gotta go old school. You gotta go to the Eddie, the, uh, is it the Eddie? The, the King yeah. Edward Hotel. I used to go there, the horse races, and it wasn't the real horse races, they were yep. the virtual horse races. So the Virtual chuck wagons, the guy would call them and there was... Did you go fun. to the ones a few years right, ago were, that were... No, it's been a oh, long... No, no, we no, were... I'm old. I'm, I'm older than that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were uh, hosting them but, a, a while... What was it, like two years ago, Brian? I can't even remember now. Yeah, I think it was about two years ago. Actually, our... So, um, uh, Alan, you had um, you had E equals MC squared on. Um, yeah. They, they uh, uh, helped produce... Uh, the the recreation of those uh oh okay so the, but yeah so that that's got to be very real this summer for chuck wagons right get, get Jill, uh, joe carberry got down there at their post right and you really bring that out but the virtual races maybe rerun some old if they're not doing them in person races like the chuck the chucks right and that's what you, you can have some fun with some of that stuff i think i had it the other day i made a comment about the uh the chuck wagon i can't remember you know, you, you go virtual on that when you have the Pokemon <laughs> chuck wagon races. Or like that. I don't know. There, you know? I mean, I, okay, I can't presume to know what they're, the discussions that are happening right now. I think if we talk, if we look at what the community has been talking about um, 
on the event side yeah. is like maybe it's a combination of on-site and then within the community's micro micro little events right so it's like how do we bring that yeah. experience throughout calgary versus just in one location i mean it's about confidence and it's also about education about how about safety at events right but if you think about it think of all the people who showed up at chinook blast we inherently want to be somewhere and meet and see things right so um but i think see so let's go to chinook blast because i think it was a real blast although i only heard about it because i had uh David Lowe from Vic Park on, and he says, yeah, we just finished the, the Chinook Blast. So I wasn't in that ecosystem, and I'm on social yeah. media a lot. And I'm, what happened there? And I'm like, I didn't see any of that, the, the pre-glitter, glanner, whatever it was. I wasn't in that ecosystem, and I'm just trying to understand, I'm on social media more than probably anyone I know, and you're, I missed it. And I You're didn't not find the out first person I, that I've heard that. Like, I know we went down, but I live close to downtown, so... Um, yeah. But you're not the first person. Like I have friends out in um, Mahogany and I mean, they're business owners. They own a few um, businesses and they hadn't heard about it. And I was like, yeah. so I'm not really sure. I can't, like we weren't, um, unfortunately we weren't a part of it. Um, well, no, yeah, I'm not blaming, no, I'm, I'm not blaming, it was like, I'm not just, sure wow. how, I mean, branding, <laughs> but it was amazing. Branding and awareness, Aaron, no, I'm sorry, okay. I keep cutting you off. But... Um, All right, Brian, Brian, you want to come back in? <laughs> sure. Uh, but you know, I, I, like, I mean, there's a lot of changes over the years, and obviously things change, and the old and new. And you know, I, I just going back to Qatar with events, and when when I was there, you know, they went from giving away iPads and, and plane tickets to those clicker pens, and the you know, the, I've got several of the pads. You know, you can write down things on and calendars, right? Those are great, <laughs> great giveaways. But you know, so that. Your bud the budgets were scrinched even pre-COVID with oil oil gas prices uh deflated. You know, that creativity, your 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 dollar, you don't have a lot to be creative with. You know, maybe you need to go back to grade nine, when you're back to that basement and taking uh was I'm gonna give you the Chris we used to do our Christmas decorations. You know, we used to make Christmas decorations out of popcorn and uh those you know the chocolate wrap with the tinfoil and it's it's shiny and you you you'd you'd, you'd put them through. But that's real old school stuff. And that seems, for me, it's missing in some of the things today. You know, that create that real old school creativity. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because um, we're, we're in a space where we, clients' appetites have changed to the point where we're doing less in terms of like, uh, uh, I would say like overt themes and things like that and, and more, more looks. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we, we used to have like uh, a warehouse that was full of, of props and we would do a Canada coast to coast theme, or we would do uh, you know, a winter wonderland and things like that. And there would be international clients who would, who would come into the country and that's what they'd want to see. Um, yeah. And, and now um, you know, I think what's what's shifted and become more important is um, or not more important, but just just different appetites is it's people want to experience the cities there and they want to experience, you know, the venue there and they want to experience hospitality at its finest. They want to, ex ex you know, experience top notch AV and, you know, amazing cuisine. Um, and then, you know, we're working with all of those partners to heighten that experience. So, you know, it, it might be, um, 
uh, you know, uh, an indigo event where there's different shades of, of indigo throughout the room and then working with the AV partner, um, that's kind of changing throughout the night as opposed to, you know, a very overt theme. Um, but there's almost also been a shift back to some of those, those uh, like you were saying, some of those traditional type looks. I actually had a call uh, half an hour before getting on here with um, uh, a restaurant client who, uh, you know, was going back to the roots and their, their, you know, their restaurant or originated in the seventies and they want, they want a seventies type look for, you know, for their reopening now. I, I think, I think you're right. I think people are taking this time and slowing down and going, you know, let's, let's have some, some fun. But, but look at let's what you just said, things. right? That's vintage. That's exactly you know, I heard the word vintage. I'm driving with my daughter. We're in, we're in the middle East. She goes, yeah, there's a vintage. I want to order some vintage clothing from this website. And I'm like thinking it's kind of old school style. No, it's actually used clothing. And the, the trends, you know, that that trend of moving to vi- that's that's just bring that's retro. That's not buying new and glitzy. It's it's maybe it's glitzy, but it's I mean, I'm looking at Drake's. Uh, he's got a fur coat on. Yeah. And, you know, today he's probably going to wear a vintage vintage fur coat. I, I would think some people are more conscious of that. You know, yeah, I, but, well, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think you. I think you're right. I, I, in terms of that, for sure, because people, you know, it's not. There's there's no social acceptance for you know if you know animal cruelty and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, simpler times maybe um, in some ways for sure. But so I think you know partnering with. Oh, go ahead. Aaron, no, I didn't have anything. I was thinking, you know, if you partnered with some of those and take, you know, I don't know, I don't know how you do that, but it's like. Those experiences, okay, let's go value village. I literally went, I went uh, with thrifting with my daughter and I'm telling you, it's massive. And yeah. that's one, that was sure. one by Chinook Mall and there's several, you could go for a whole afternoon. I'm like, those are some pretty, because ma- if, the, if the people are there, that means you're, there's your, you know what I mean? Their eyeballs are there. I know they're not corporate clients, but I'm thinking, wow, that kind of got a, that's an experience in itself. Let's go vintage, vintage, you know, and see what we can pick up for $20 and have a, an event it's just not a scavenger hunt. It's everybody gets 20 bucks. And it's like that red and blue. There's that show, you know, with the red team and the blue team. And they, they oh, no, I think it's in the U- UK or something. It was a, they go and spend at the, they buy at the auction and they go and resell it, you know. And, and I don't know. I'm just thinking that's just, that's taking everything that's there and not something new. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, I think there's, uh, you know, I, I think it's been there for a long time now, but I, I think there's an even heightened, um, awareness of, of, you know, waste culture, uh, not in our industry, just in general. And people yeah. are, are trying to, you know, um, you bring that in. So that affects every business, right? So certainly it's, it's something our clients will ask for is, you know, what's your, what's your environmental footprint? What does that look like? And, and uh, you know, how, how, do we, how do we shrink that? How do we make carbon neutral events? Um, it, it's something that's a, absolutely something, you know, we work with our clients on, we have policies in place. Um, you know, we have, um, you know, best practices for uh, event waste management. Um, uh, everybody's yeah. well aware of, of um, you know, that as, as uh, something that uh, we're all trying to do better at. Well, I didn't want to, I was just more, I just thought that just because I went vintaging or thrifting, I thought, well, that'd be kind of a cool thing, but it's different. I mean, the corporates are different than, uh, you know, than the, the personal people, what they do. And, but uh, Chinook Blast, aside i think you know branding and awareness um maybe you want to share that we'll, we'll leave it last thought maybe Aaron, some of the branding and awareness things you're doing here in calgary um for sure a lot of it has to do 
um, we're still trying to, to get out there. I think the awareness right now isn't more of a sales. It's a more of a, a support, especially within our industry. Um, and so it's a lot of, you know, highlighting the good companies that are out there, highlighting their clients. And we're just, we're doing a lot of branding through that right now because the appetite yeah. for purchasing or for sales being shoved in your face is not, you know, it's, it's what do people stand for now and who do you support? And so it's just, it really is um, branding by supporting others right now is what, you know, we have to focus on because there are a lot of companies who may not make it through this and we would like to see yeah. our friends make it through, you know? So, yeah. Brian, anything to share from the, from the Eastern front? Uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's been a, a challenging year, um, uh, as a, as a business owner, um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been, a a really up and down ride and there's been um definitely moments of like uh you know despair and and uh um you know uh i i guess self-doubt and and um i think we've all been through the ringer on this i i will say um i'm really um excited about the future of our company and about the future of the events industry i think um yeah. i think we've got a a hugely important um, a place to play in the future of events, both as our company and also as, um, uh, you know, an experience provider, as a decor provider. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm more positive now than, than ever about um, the team we've got in place and the, and the work we can do because, uh, um, you know, it, it certainly has uh, put an even greater emphasis on, on examining all aspects of that. And I, I think, um, uh, you know, that I've been so... Um, it's been so gratifying to work with our team and, and really um, uh, get under the hood and, and even examine things a bit more for sure. So silver lining, I, I guess. Wanted, I wanted to just, I wanted to touch on it. I want to make a point earlier about this. So you said the corporate, your corporate uh, clients. And one thing I noticed the last couple of months is, you know, the, the annual events come or the annual GMs or whatever, because they're going to be virtual. Right. And I think, I don't know how you, how you tackle that, but back to that zoom thing where the guy's got the zoom screen, and it's coming back, it's coming out on you. But I mean, there's a, that, that whole Zoom fatigue and the, you know, the corporate guys, they're just, there's, I don't know if there's an opportunity how you frame that in events, but they're, they're real events. They're just, you know, they're, the experiences of a guy sitting from, let's go, who's in, in North Lloydminster or whatever. Right? Yeah. He's going to be different than the guy who's in Hamilton or the, the girl that's sitting in, in Vancouver who's got to sit in on those, those investor calls. How would you, is that is this something you see as an opportunity over the next six, the next cycle of AGMs, annual general meetings? hundred uh, percent. I, I, again, I mean, it, it's, uh, I won't say we're once removed, but we're, we're not the tech partner. So it's working with those people, but um, I've seen some pretty, um, uh, you know, pretty exciting advances and leaps in uh, the tech just in the last year alone. Um, where a hundred percent, I mean, people are getting zoom fatigue, but now it's, there's platforms where you can go and, and you can be on a virtual conference floor and then you can, you know, uh, you know, go talk to somebody and, and, uh, it's as if they're, they're there, you can visit a, a trade show booth. Um, you can, you know, go up to the rooftop of, uh, you know, the, the virtual hotel. And if you've got a virtual, yeah. virtual reality headset, then you guys can play games <laughs> yeah. together. So I think, yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's really 
still scratching the surface on, on uh, what the possibilities are. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so for sure. Okay. Aaron, do you want any last words on that? No, no, I think that was good. Well, Brian and Aaron, thank you so much for, for taking the time today and, and, and bringing out that Zoom thing. I just, I just, <laughs> I just thought of the Zoom screen. I think, you know, we got to figure out that guy why he's wearing a rug on his head or is it a Zoom <laughs> screen, but um, I really appreciate your time today. And, and so how do people find you? I know you had a little bit of a name change. I looked on your uh, Instagram. You've got two accounts happening on Instagram. Aaron, why don't you take that one? Because I, I was trying to explain to Alan, you guys were, were in charge of that. We were trying to navigate down to one account. And uh, um, yeah, if you can mention that. Yeah, so uh, we did move to a single account in the new year. Um, so it's decor at decorandmore.inc. Um, and it's the same on yeah. Facebook. Um, the decorandmore.yyc is still up there right now. Um, but eventually we'll be taken down. Um, but, um, yeah, just, just at decoramore.inc. Are you guys on LinkedIn as well? I mean, in terms of the corporate side, you, not the, the, the business, do you use LinkedIn? Yeah. Do you use anything, uh, any other yeah, social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, any... Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, obviously the website. Yeah. Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll stop with the creativity. I, I wanted to get go. I wanted to go with the curtains. I wanted to go with your mom's curtains from the seventies, and the, or the couch. You know, the, the old so they use that for your some of your decor. Did you that use that be- in grandma's yeah. basement? Oh yeah. So so we did we did. Um, that's a perfect example. We we've um, we've done a lot of work for the Raptors. Um, I, I actually yeah. one of the one of the areas we've really gotten into in the last five years is. Um, uh, sports properties. Um, I'm, I'm a huge sports fan. My brother's a huge sports fan. So, um, it, it was a natural transition for us. Um, but we created what we called grandma's basement, uh, at a, at an event for the ra- Raptors. So yeah. it, it was a full stage set that looked like grandma's basement where, um, guests to the event could come and, and play, uh, video games against, uh, uh, some of the Raptor stars. It was a, it, a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So mom's sure. couch That's ended classic. up there. That's like that- yeah exactly was that t- i remember i remember when i first started working and someone said is that your grandma like tie i had a tie and i was wearing it to work at ernst and young calgary and it's like is that your grandma was that made from your grandma's couch because it's just that kind of design right? exactly <laughs> yeah for sure well good brian and aaron thank you so much for today and uh and it's been a, it's been, it's been fun to rent to talk events and, uh, and decor thank more you, thank you thanks alan if I, alan if i can say one quick thing um, uh, cause I think there's probably going to be a lot of people in the events industry who will listen to this as well. Um, uh, I just wanted to highlight again that, uh, uh, Leslie, who's, um, my mom, um, uh, you know, she's been in, in hospital and in, in pretty critical condition for, uh, almost a month now. And, um, yeah. uh, I just really, uh, our whole family is just, uh, overwhelmed by, uh, the support and love they've shown her. It, uh, it doesn't shock me in the least because of, um, you know, the legacy and the footprint she's left in our industry and, and how much yeah. love she has for everybody. But uh, um, it's been a tough time for, for her and uh, all of, uh, you know, all of the prayers and all the positive thoughts um, are um, just so appreciated. Yeah. Well, thank you, for, uh, Brian. Thank you for sharing that. And to your mother, who's brought this, to, you know, allowed for this conversation to happen. I mean, if it hats off to your mother. 
if she wasn't creative and, and brought this to the forefront, you know, you'd probably still be spray painting in your basement. Exactly. Thank, thank you for sharing. No, but thank, in all seriousness, thank you for sharing that. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having us on. My pleasure. Take care. Thanks, guys. You and too, stay Alan. safe. Absolutely. You too.